Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. But it's so nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Oh, I am wonderful. Better now that I'm talking to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. So, you know, um, before we start with your introduction, um, the essence of this show is to bring great um, guests like you, guests who have tri- triumphed over one, challenges or another. You understand? Because we believe that our audience or listeners might actually be in need of an information that someone somewhere um, might need, someone who have triumphed over one challenges might actually have to offer. That that way we tend to um, change the world because I realize that knowledge is the solution to the world's problem. So within the next 20 minutes, Robert, let us get started with your story. You know, anything at all, any kind of thing, you understand? What um, the challenges you face? Yes the solution, how you came out of it. Okay, so let's have it, Robert. Okay, let's have it, Robert. Okay, I'm sorry, say it again? Okay, I said, let's get started. Your story, um, the challenges that you oh, face. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, um, yeah, no, um, I uh, I think probably that one of the biggest challenges I've faced in, in probably 25 years in uh, business and entrepreneurship, um, I had a, um, company that I founded about 22 years ago uh, with a business partner of mine, um, also a fellow believer, a believer, and um, we had a great uh, relationship. Um, he handled part of the company. I handled part of it, um, you know, and uh, he was sort of the public face of the company, and, and uh, I worked kind of behind the scenes, and uh, so it worked out great. And um, then in uh, 2017, um, uh, in the, the States here, uh, you know, we have uh, 4th of July, which is a big holiday for us and, um, and, uh, our independence day. And then the next day I came into work and he didn't. And, um, unfortunately he'd had a heart attack the, the previous night. And so, uh, suddenly literally overnight, I went from, um, uh, being kind of behind the scenes and having a business partner to rely on and somebody who could, um, you know, uh, handle the business while I was gone. I had lots of freedom. Uh, suddenly, um, I was I was in charge of this big multi-million dollar company uh, all by myself and uh, with uh, no support and trying to do two people's jobs and uh, caused a lot of uh, financial stress because um, for a variety of reasons uh, to do with my business partner's estate. And so I, I really didn't know what to do. I, I um, was... Um, you know, really feeling like, uh, what do, you know, I'm stuck and, and do I sell the business? Do I just let it fold? Do I try to continue it? Um, and it's one of those times where, you know, the Lord, um, uh, you know, sometimes we say it this way. Sometimes, uh, unfortunately, when things are going good and everything's, um, you know, positive, uh, we, we tend to almost forget that God's there, you know, if we're not careful. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly when a tragedy happens or something really bad, you know, <laughs> 
<laughs> then all of a sudden we're paying attention, you know, oh, Lord, help me, you know. Um, and uh, so it was a real wake up call for me, um, you know, because I've been a believer since I was nine years old. But, um, you know, I waxed and waned throughout the years of, you know, my faith. And, um, you know, at that time, you know, I was, I was still a believer and everything, but I wasn't, um, I don't know, I don't think I was uh, quite as close to God and my relationship with Christ wasn't as strong uh, back then. And uh, this kind of shocked me into, um, you know, having to make some changes in my life. And I remember very distinctly, uh, I, I almost had a mental breakdown and I um, was just crying out to God and, and I just cracked open the Bible and started reading the Gospels at one night. And so I, I started making it a habit and I started reading um, no matter what, I would read at least 10 minutes, you know, um, every night, uh, which I'd never done consistently before. I never really studied the Bible before, even though I'd, you know, been a Christian for many years. And um, I, I can't tell you what a difference that made over time, um, you know, in the encouragement and everything. Um, but uh, so it was a, a huge step for me. And uh, it, it goes back to uh, Elijah. I think uh, if you look at Matthew 10, 29, um, that is where Jesus is talking about how um, two uh, sparrows are sold for a penny, but yeah. not one of them falls to the ground without the, uh, our father's consent. Yeah. And that really hit me as I was reading it, because I realized that um, that God is in complete control of, of everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, that he is the, the sovereign Lord of, of this world and nothing happens without his permission. Yeah. And I, you know, I kind of knew that from, you know, um, being a Christian and everything, but it didn't really hit home uh, until I, I read that and maybe those circumstances. And it kind of changed my philosophy. Um, and I realized that uh, whatever was going on in my life yeah. um, was was actually um, God was allowing it uh, because for a reason. And typically that's for a reason to help me grow. Um, and it forced me to grow as a person. Uh, as a business person, uh, to really change my company, um, change the the way I thought about life, and so I realized that um, that now what happens uh, to me, so to speak, happens for me. That uh, God is really giving me a a, um, a path to growth. So uh, that's that's kind of a long answer uh, to your question, but um, uh, but that's kind of where it all started uh, about six years ago or so. Wow, wow, that's amazing. You know, this is very important. Um, the topic is so important. You know why I say that? The reason is we've got some Christians who, when um, they got hit by challenges, um, now they don't even know what exactly is happening. Some say, um, but God, I am serving you. Why would you allow such to happen to me? Is there still God? Are you trying to make my enemies mock me? All sort of things, you know. And I wish they got the knowledge to start to read God's word just the way you did. You know, you, you said you saw a particular scripture and it changed your philosophy. That's so good. So now they, they feel like um, 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 it's all gone. What's the essence of serving God if he cannot even um, provide for me or prevent evil from happening to me? But according to what you said, which really makes me so happy. You said, it is not happening um, to me, or how did you put it, but it is happening for me. Not many people understand yes. that. I tell you, not many people understand that. And that's 
such a great revelation seriously so let us talk about business you know christian business um religion has mm -hmm. taught us that don't place your focus on any business just be a devoted christian you don't need to have business to take your attention god doesn't want you to religion taught us so many things i'm telling you because i used to be under religion yeah i used to be under religion and all sort of nonsense when i saw the truth i came out of it i said no this is a, it this isn't what god wants for us i came out of it so now mm -hmm. what is the difference between a question i've got a question for you are you ready so what is the difference between being an operator and being and Hona, you got that? I think, yes, uh, I think, you know, most people that get into entrepreneurship uh, to own a business, uh, they're they're generally pretty good at, at some activity, a task, you know, they might be, uh, you know, a good uh, baker, for instance. Uh, so they think, well, I'm going to open up a bakery or uh, I'm a good cook, so I'm going to open up a restaurant, and uh, which is great. Um, but the problem is that that is that skill is different from actually owning a business because a business owner has to focus on different things, not just the task at hand. And so an operator focuses on sort of doing the activity uh, that needs to be done in the business, the, the product or service that you're selling. Um, whereas an owner, um, their primary responsibility is to think strategically and to think um, in the be able to put together the right group of people uh, to be able to find the right clients or the right customers um, to figure out the big problems of how do we solve what our um, uh, what our uh, customers need um, versus doing you know the the day to day operations and so um, so we've really got to focus on making that transition from being the person who's doing you know the the thing so to speak whatever that may be baking the cake you know to the one that is hiring the people that can bake the cakes and um you know putting together that team and building the right culture um figuring out you know who should we be selling these to you know what kind of customers all those types of things so um you know and that doing that also gives you the freedom because a lot of times we get into business and uh, we get uh, working in it and we realize, geez, I, I can't even take a day off because if I don't go to work, then nothing happens. Uh, and, you know, uh, the problem with that is that we're, we're tied to our business and our business itself is not really worth anything because it's completely reliant on us. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the, the key is to get the business so it functions by itself without us. Uh, and that's where the real transition from operator to owner takes place. So, another question. Okay. So, um, what if someone asks you, Robert, do I need um, employees to become an owner? What would your response be? No, uh, actually, um, you know, I would say that, you know, they use that term solopreneur, like an entrepreneur, but just you, you know, not... Um, with employees and um you know it's a it's a little bit different when you have employees but usually even when you don't have employees uh, if it's just you uh you can't go very far without getting help from other people so sometimes you'll use contractors you know um 
and which is very common these days, particularly with remote. Um, and so uh, even using contractors, if we focus on building the right relationships with contractors so that you can depend on them on a regular basis, they're almost kind of like employees. Um, and then the other big thing is that you have to focus on processes. Uh, so you have to put together systems and processes that allow the business to function, um, whether you're there or not. And um, it, it's uh, a little bit different, like I said, with having employees, but, um, but a lot of times when you're in that position, you will have um, intellectual property, for instance, uh, you, meaning you might be an author, and so you'll have a book that, that you sell. And uh, so it's about systemizing and uh, optimizing that system and the processes for selling that and fulfilling on that. So uh, it can be done regardless of whether you have employees or not. Uh, it's just done just a little bit different uh, tweaks, but the concept is the same. So it's the same. Okay. okay. So um, I love the way you're um, answering those questions. That's okay. Thank you for taking your time to explain in such a way that it will be very easy to understand. I love people who answer questions that way. Thank you. Okay. One last question. <laughs> <laughs> One last question. Okay. So, um, can you talk to us about um, cold calling? Cold calling. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Um, well, cold calling uh, is. You know, it's sort of a, um, it, you know, it's an older form of marketing. Uh, when I started in business, um, you know, it was, uh, that's how I learned to get business because I started out, I didn't have any money, so I couldn't advertise or do anything like that. So I had a, a list of people to call and uh, to sell my, my product to. And, and so that's how I started, just calling lists of people. And um, we actually grew our business um into millions of dollars in, in revenue um, doing exactly that, uh, both getting business for ourselves uh, and for our clients. We sold it as a, as a service. Um, and, you know, it was, it was common back in the 90s uh, and before that, you know, telemarketing was used. People would get calls all the time, you know, at home or whatever. And, and that's really gone to the wayside. But uh, it's still used in business to set appointments and to generate leads. Uh, particularly when you're selling business to business, uh, even with, you know, today, the, uh, the age of digital marketing, uh, we all know that, you know, you've got social media and, you know, um, search engine optimization, pay-per-click advertising, all kinds of online things. Um, but uh, cold calling still works in the right um, type of environment uh, in the right product or service. Uh, because if you're if you're selling a very expensive product um, like a hundred thousand uh, dollar computer software system, uh, you're not going to sell that with a Facebook ad. <laughs> you know, nobody's going to going to click on that and put it in their shopping cart. You know, um, it, it takes a human to human interaction, and so things like cold calling work well for that. Um, and it doesn't mean you can't combine it with the digital working. Uh, it just means it's uh, you know it's a different tact. Um, however, if you're selling, you know, a, you know, $25 item, you know, um, then, you, you know, cold calling doesn't make a lot of sense. It's much easier to do that online. So um, it's just one more technique, you know, that um, in the right context for the right business, it can really be profitable and make sense. And so we do a lot of that for our clients. 
that's that's good that's good so um to round up with robert what would you like to say to anyone who is struggling in their businesses now most especially christians who they are being tired up by religion and they don't even know how they ought to function in their businesses what would you like to say to such person you got that well i would yes i i would say that um Look back at the Garden of Eden. Uh, God placed uh, Adam and Eve there uh, with all this abundance around them. Yeah. Uh, and obviously they made a mistake, but mm. um, if he wanted us to, you know, uh, starve and to not have, you know, food and shelter and everything else, you know, that comes along with it, mm. uh, he wouldn't have started out mankind in that perfect environment. Uh, and it's all throughout the Bible um there's a lot more war warnings about um poverty yeah. than there are about wealth strangely yeah. enough people all think that uh, you know there's this bad perception from religion that that wealth or business success uh, is bad somehow Seriously. but it's actually the opposite Seriously. Uh, you know god uses people in business um you know uh to do all kinds of wonderful things and and i think we actually have a responsibility um you know to be able to use our our skill sets uh, in business uh, to be able to help other people. Uh, if we if we don't do that, then uh, the people are, are suffering um, that that really need our product or service, and we're also not able to help others uh, if we don't generate um, you know income doing that. So it's actually a positive thing. So if you're if you're getting started in business, uh, you know I'm not going to tell you that it's easy. It's going to take time. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, it, there's a lot to it. It's a special calling, yeah. but uh, I don't see that there's any other profession that can be as impactful as something like that. And definitely, you know, um, furthering, you know, God's kingdom, you know, on this earth, the resources that you can generate uh, in owning a business and the number of lives you touch uh, is unmatched in my opinion. So, uh, so keep at it. Don't give up. Uh, the whole game is to stay in the game. So, that's that's the key is don't give up don't give up don't give up don't give up that's the key <laughs> thank you so very much robert for yep. the time no 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 thank you i really appreciate yes it. thank you i'm creating that time to honor the invite and release onto her some deep stuff oh no you know that part when you talked about the garden of hidden that's some deep revelation and i appreciate it for that thank you so very much and God bless you. Would you like to pray for us before okay, we... Okay, I'm sorry, you cut out that leave? last part. Uh, I think the internet... And, oh, oh, now you're frozen. You're back. Okay, oh. <laughs> I said, would you like to pray for us before we leave? Oh, can you, can you hear me now, Elijah? Yeah, yeah, I can now. I can hear you now. But... Oops. <laughs> How about now? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, now I can hear you. Okay, I said, would you like to pray for us before we leave? Before we end the meeting? Oh, now you froze again. Okay. How about now? Hello? Okay. Can you hear me now? Oh, got it. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay. So I said, would you like to pray for us before we leave? Before we end the meeting? Okay. Yeah, I think I got you now. Yes, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Did you did you hear what I said, or should I repeat myself? We've got a bad network. 
It's from my side. Oh. Try the chat. Okay. Can you hear me now? I'm about now. Yes, I can now. Okay. So I said, would you like to pray for us before we end the meeting? You got it? Oops. Back up. Okay. Now was a great one with Robert. Yeah, yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay, please. Yes. Go. Okay. Okay. Please do. Uh, Father, thank you for this opportunity to meet my brother Elisha, and uh, thank you for the, the great work he's doing and bringing together uh, our brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, we thank you for uh, this opportunity to meet each other and uh, to be able to have an impact. And we, we pray for the people listening that um, they will have gotten something that you've spoken through this uh, today, um, that they've learned something and that they're encouraged uh, as you uh, command us to encourage each other. Uh, and we thank you so much for blessing all of us. And we know that, um, as you say in your word, that um, that you use all things uh, for the good of those who love you. And we love you, Father. And we thank you so much uh, for everything you do for us. Uh, and we bless you uh, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Uh, amen. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Robert. Thank you. So that's going to be the end of the show. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the knowledge that you impacted upon us because I'm so sure that if there is anyone anywhere stuck in their business on what to do, confused, they don't know how to go yes. about it, by just listening to you talking in this podcast, they're going to be transformed. Yes, thank you so sure. much for having me. Yeah, yeah. So, bye-bye. Hi, Robert. Can you, can you hear okay. me? Okay. All right. Thank you, Elijah. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.